0: Look up,
1: look up, God is still on His throne Are you looking for the Lord? Look
0: up, His faith
2: looks up His faith looks up Good afternoon, folk, and welcome to another amazingly delicious Wednesday afternoon looking up show. And today's show is huge. It's epic with a capital E. Welcome, (laughs) Sharissa.
3: Thank you. And welcome, (laughs)
2: Shell. Hi. (laughs) And welcome from Danny Boy. So um, you are here listening to the most popular show in Australia.
3: By our own vote.
2: Yeah, indeed. <laughs> this is the most popular looking up show you will ever listen to <laughs> on Faith FM or anywhere for that matter. so I'm not aware that there is another program like this on the planet. <laughs>
3: There you, <laughs> there you go.
2: Anyway, <laughs> folk, wherever you are joining us from, we are glad that you have joined us. We're here in yes. in our studio here in Walsend, mm-hmm. um just outside Newcastle here in New South Wales, and it's great to have this opportunity to share with you from God's word encouraging each and every one of you to be looking up. Amen. Because indeed our redemption is drawing near. If you're wondering where that title comes from, it comes from the very words of Jesus in connection with his second coming. So, Charisse, isn't it exciting to be talking about the coming of Jesus as we see this world rapidly coming to its end and the coming of Jesus there's, is at the door.
3: There's nothing better to talk about than seeing Jesus soon. So this world's really um, a terrible place right now. It's a lot happening. We're going to talk about it. Mm. But really lots to look forward to when we think about Jesus. So Indeed. So absolutely
2: love talking about Indeed. it. Indeed. And so those labor pains have been intensifying and we're going to be talking about about real labour pains and allegorical labour pains. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about some real labour pains yes. after after this little break that we're going to have in a little bit. But um, if you'd like to join us, um, we'd love to hear from you through through texting. If you'd like to send us a message or a prayer request or if you have a question, you want to join in the discussion, feel free to do that. Here is the number that we have, 04 Triple eight one seven six two four. That's oh four triple eight one seven six two four. And um, we have, as I said, we've got an incredible show today in store for you, Sharissa. Do you want to introduce what we, where we are going again today?
3: Sure. So we have been trekking through the. The chapter of Matthew, Matthew chapter 24, we got to, I believe, verse 8 last mm-hmm, week. This mm-hmm. week we're going to head a little bit further. We're mm-hmm. going through verses 9 to 14, mm-hmm. see how far we get. But mm-hmm. there's a lot in there, lots to talk about. You don't want to miss it. Grab a Bible, make sure you're staying by this station because mm-hmm. it's, it's good stuff.
2: Oh, This is just such good stuff. You are correct and done. We're looking forward to unpacking um, this passage with you and a whole heap more. Well, folk, it's come time to sit back and to listen to some beautiful music from City of Enoch, Sweet Redeemer. So sit back, enjoy, and we'll be with you with some current events in light of Bible prophecy in just a little bit. Beautiful song, Mm. beautiful song, sweet Redeemer, and that is what we are longing and looking forward to, aren't we, Sharissa?
3: Absolutely.
2: The day when Jesus, our sweet Redeemer, comes into this Mm -hmm. world—I imagine that. What a day! He won't come as
3: a baby this time.
2: (laughs) He won't come as a baby. No, he King of
3: Kings. That's
2: right. Exactly right. He won't be wearing a crown of thorns. He'll be wearing a crown of glory. Amen. Indeed. Indeed. Well, Sharissa, it's this time of the week. um, And in this section where we talk about life, how life's been, you know, progressing personally. And then we talk about current events and what's been happening in the world and how that connects with the soon return of Jesus. And we've got a lot of people listening in. I know this section is a favorite section of a lot of people because they tell me. Really? Yeah. It's good
3: to know people are listening.
2: Yeah, there is. And um and I've got I've got a young man who I do Bible studies with yep. via Zoom down in Aubrey, Damien. So big shout out, Damien, if you're listening. He he's a he's a he's a regular listener as he's good. doing some renovations on his house. Um he listens into Faith FM through the app. Wow. Yeah, you can do that.
3: And Everyone that, should get the app.
2: Yeah. So go to the go to your app, go to the app store mm-hmm. and just um yeah, type in Faith FM and the app will come up and go to the The section dealing with, um, what's the section again, Sarissa? Uh, Looking up. The looking up section. (laughs) Well, in the, yeah. Oh, sorry,
3: sorry. Oh, the the section on the app.
2: On the app. Just look
3: up Faith FM.
2: Faith FM. And it
3: should come. And
2: we it'll come. Just and download yeah, it. Yeah. And, um, and you'll, have, you'll have the Looking Up show there and you've got all the programs. Yes. So you can go on a binge for like the next month and There's listen nonstop. There's some good non-stop.
3: stuff there. There's some good programs. There
2: is. Yeah. We've looked at a number of um, yeah, a series. We've done a whole bunch of series in the last two years since COVID began. Mm-hmm, that's when the Looking mm-hmm. Up show began mm-hmm. in 2020 um and so there's a lot there so if you ever want to catch up or you're not in good reception through the radio that you may be listening to um yeah go to the app because as long as you're online you've got the internet you can listen anywhere at any time and you can catch up so yeah the faith fm app you need to get it all right sharissa um let's talk about life Um, we want to start off with some really, really exciting news. And we're going to start off with our producer. Why don't we just start off with our producer? Shell has some exciting news to share with all of our listeners in Australia and around the world, Shell. (laughs) Over to you, my friend. (laughs) Tell us.
3: Yes, so I've got a new grandson born (laughs) two days ago.
2: How exciting. His
3: name is Montgomery James.
2: Montgomery James. Montgomery James. James. That's a cool name. I really like that. That's like... That's like different and nice because you got a lot of different and. Strange yeah. names out there. This is different but nice.
3: Classy. Okay. It's very yeah. classy. So, how, how healthy is Montgomery? Oh, well, very healthy. He's he's a big boy. He uh, was born at nine pounds, ten ounces. Yikes. Wow. It's like a watermelon size. That's huge. God bless his mom. Oh, wow. this... I will be flying up on Friday to spend a week with them. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, next Wonderful. week there'll be a fill in here. For yeah.
4: me, but yeah. That's so wonderful. That's
2: exciting. Nothing more exciting than that. Now, um Montgomery James, is he the first in the litter of for, for this yes. family? Okay. Yes. So oh, that's exciting. So um who knows what the next baby will be. That's right. Yeah. Twelve pounds, thirteen
0: pounds. Uh, I
2: wonder what the record is. We'll have yeah, to Google it. We'll have to see. We'll have to see what's the largest baby that's ever been born. Yeah,
3: at least twelve pounds, but
2: yeah, yeah wow. can't, can't be
3: too much more than that. That's yeah. exciting.
2: And so um so it's Harley and what's his wife's name?
3: Eliza. Mm-hmm.
2: Harley and Eliza. So Harley and Eliza, we congratulate you. You may not be listening, but we congratulate you. And um it's exciting. There's it nothing more exciting than your first bubs. Mm-hmm. Montgomery James. That's exciting. Mm. Charissa, yep. you have some amazing news to share, like a double good news. Yes. Uh. So
3: we had Justin here, my husband, on the program mm-hmm. a few weeks ago, and uh, he shared with our listeners that he's been going through a cancer journey. He was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma in April, I believe it was, of this year. And then ever since then, it's just been a whirlwind of appointments and tests and treatments and hospital visits, but um, last week on Monday he had a PET scan. We got the results on Thursday and they came back and the specialist said that we can't see mm, the lymphoma anymore on the scan. Doesn't mean it's all gone, but we can't see it, so he wants him to have just uh, a couple more treatments. Uh, to finish it off, to clean it up. And um, by God's grace, that will be the end of that chapter for us. So we're just praising God.
2: (laughs) Praise the Lord. Uh,
3: That was a wonderful day to receive that news.
2: Yeah, I was there in person to hear it. We had a baby dedication, and that's always very special. Yeah, we shared it on Um, Sabbath, and they shared it on Sabbath there at our church. You shared some other news as Mm -hmm. well. Like this was like a double header of good news.
3: So the other news is um, I've been hiding a secret on radio for a while.
2: (laughs) Unbelievable! I thought this was a show where everything was open (laughs) to the public. I'm sorry. (laughs) But
3: um, yes, we discovered shortly after Justin had cancer that I wasn't just COVID positive. I tested positive for pregnancy too. Wow! How exciting!
2: (laughs) How exciting! (laughs) And yeah, yeah, that's very very exciting. So, how far down the track are you?
3: I think I'm 15 weeks now. (gasps) Yeah,
2: 15 weeks. You're getting to the halfway mark.
3: Wow, that goes quick, doesn't it? It
2: really doesn't take long. (laughs) I mean, you struggle to get in through the door anyways. Um, We're going to have to make it bigger. Just kidding, just kidding. (laughs) That was just a bad joke, a very bad joke. No, um, oh, wow, that's exciting. That is exciting.
3: Yeah, so Uh,
2: come January, you might have –
3: Yeah, so the baby's due in January, so – by God's grace. We okay. Double double news good then.
2: news, double good news for, for the Tarosian family. Mm. And the in-laws mm. are here. Yes. That's exciting.
3: Yes, Justin's <laughs> parents are here. Yeah. We're transforming our home as we speak. <laughs> his dad was in the backyard doing all the gardens for us. So.
2: Yeah. Well, he's got to do something with his time. Oh, he's
3: a very active man.
2: Oh, fantastic. I
3: think his mom's in the kitchen making us something. So,
2: oh, that's, Isn't that good so you don't have to do any cooking? That's right. So <laughs> that's wonderful. That's great, and um, they're here for another week or two. Yes, week and a bit. And they listen to the Looking Up show.
3: I will make sure that they hear this.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah, so big greetings. What are their names?
3: Hovik and Edie.
2: Hovik and Edie. Yeah. And whereabouts in the US are they?
3: They live in California, oh, in wow. um, yeah, in the Napa Valley area. Oh, it's
2: really nice. That that's like the grapes and, yeah, and lots of the, stuffs grown there. It's a beautiful vineyards, spot. Vineyards. Yep. Yeah, wow, the Napa Valley. Yeah, yeah. well, we want to um, end on one other bit of good news. The Lord blessed me with another year of life. Oh, last week.
3: Happy birthday!
2: Yeah, last Thursday oh, was the big day. Praise so, God. Um, almost a week ago. And my daughters, guess what they bought me for my birthday card? <laughs> this is a the keeper. They bought me. I this. wish
3: everyone could see if this. Everyone
2: could see this. This is a little dog. I'm not quite sure what kind of dog it is. I'm not very good. It It's um, like a
3: fox terrier. Yeah, it
2: looks like a little fox terrier with a birthday cake, sorry, birthday cone hat and, <laughs> um, and yeah, with a present in his mouth. So everybody knows, anyone who knows me knows that I have a favourite little best friend. It's my little dog. My Gracie, my, my, Gracie, my tiny toy Cavoodle. She is my best friend. My little best friend, I say, if I say my best friend, my wife gets a bit upset. Um, <laughs> she's my little best friend and she is faithful as the day is long, Sharissa. Yeah. Um, you know, before I had Gracie, I could not confidently and truthfully say that when I get home, there is always someone happy to see me. I couldn't say that before Gracie came to see <laughs> me. But now that Gracie's there, I can tell anyone, anytime, that when I come home, there is at least one that is happy to see me. <laughs> At least one.
3: It is very special <laughs> having dogs like that.
2: It is, yeah. She's yeah. just adorable, my little Grace. Yeah. And every time I leave, not every time, but often when I leave, she comes to the door and she barks at me saying,
3: Why are you leaving? <laughs> anyway,
2: right. so, yeah. so praise Someone the should
3: play her Faith FM so she can hear you.
2: Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> We've brought her to Faith FM. Yeah, we, we have. We've brought her to Faith I FM. Remember. And, um, yeah, so she's been a special guest on Faith FM. Mm-hmm. All right, now, Charissa. Um, oh, the news. The news, yes, telling us that... The day of Jesus coming is drawing near even at the doors. There's a whole bunch to go through. So mm-hmm, why don't mm-hmm. you start us off with, with something, some, something All that right, you I've,
3: have. I've got... Two things. They're kind of very related, but I'm just interested in this headline here that says Senator Hawley debating Berkeley law professor over pregnant men blows up Twitter. Conservatives and Liberals both...
2: Sorry, sorry, sorry. Pregnant men. Did you say pregnant men? I
3: did. That's why this is amazing.
2: She said pregnant men. (laughs) Is this person... Allowed to be on this show with statements like, "Are you reading from the news?" I'm
3: reading from the news,
2: folks. She's reading from the news. All so, right.
3: So this um, this guy Josh Hawley, he says the Democrats say what they really think. Men can get pregnant, and if you disagree, you are transphobic and responsible for violence. So he tweeted that and caused a, a storm.
2: Caused a storm.
3: But uh, isn't it amazing?
2: I don't know what to say. I'm um, very few times I am lost words this is one of those time folks well a pregnant man those two words i just cannot comprehend those two words they're not registering i'm having a bit of a
3: Science Melt doesn't down. even back this up. <laughs> um, but but then I was also interested, and this is something I did share with you mm-hmm. uh, this past week, but on the 10th of July, there was an article posted here in the Telegraph in the UK. It says, Church of England, there is, quote, no official definition of a woman. That's the headline, the Church wow. of England. The
2: Church of England. Um, yeah. Christian denomination. A
3: Christian denomination. Cannot
2: define a woman.
3: They stated that there is no official definition of a woman.
2: Surely they have read Genesis chapter one.
3: Well, God made women, so well, and He defined the, them. The
2: Bible's very clear. Yeah, God made uh, the woman. Um, so you can see now how from Adam's rib, yep. God made the man. Yeah, made the woman.
3: You can see how the the church. Christendom mm. is starting to reflect the trends yeah. of the world around it. Yeah. Oh, well, it's not starting; it's been happening no, for a it's while. Been happening but for a, an example.
2: No, no. Look, we've talked about this in the past, and um, I'm going to talk a little bit about the downward spiral of morality today. When in our Bible study, I've got yes. some. I've got. I've got a very interesting um, sort of analysis as I've taken a look at the last, even just fifty, sixty years. Mm-hmm. But we we discover that that the world first leads out, and then sadly. Uh, the Christian church picks it up. Um, So whatever trends are going around in the world at large amongst the secular, you know, atheistic communities in particular um, that eventually filters through and makes its way into the Christian church, sadly. And um, so we, we have that, you know, through same sex marriage Um, We have that through abortion. Mm -hmm. Um, We have that through many of these areas that the Bible is very, very clear on. And um, this is just another one. Um, So if somebody would have said to me 20 years ago or even 10 years ago that the church, the Christian church, would not be able to define a woman or a man, I would have thought these people have got something
3: crazy. Something crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's just amazing, isn't it? It is, like it is. We it see is. these things it's very,
2: very sad. It's very, very sad. And that is why is. we need, when Jesus said, you know, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the mm. earth? I mean, that's great, just so... Great
3: description of today.
2: Yeah, I mean, as it was in days of Noah and Lot, that, that's the days that we're living in.
3: It's very sad to see that instead of winning the world... To Christ yeah. you know the church is being one to the world
2: exactly, and a couple of other things um, on these things it's interesting because now with this um, trans um, transgender uh, debate that's been going on, especially in sport mm-hmm. um, it's interesting that um, you have you know FINA the the swimming body, they came out and they said they would no longer accept um, trans um, athletes or male athletes that that um you know, become become, I guess, women or have that transition, mm-hmm. um, if I can even call it that. That's all, all a bit jumbled in my head. But anyway, they can't swim because of of the advantage that they have. So they came out first. Um, then I think rugby rugby league came out second. Now UK triathlon, um, triathlon. Here's a headline just from from just from this week. Triathlon becomes the first British sport to ban all transgender women. From competing in female events at an elite and grassroots level, and so they've said no, sorry, sorry, we can't, we can't have you because um, they have an unfair advantage. And so the British Triathlon um, Association have changed uh, their their categories to men's. There's either the men's category, sorry, sorry, um, either there, there's the female category female category or open. They mm-hmm. don't call it men's anymore. They call it open. So, if you're <laughs> trans, you can go in the open category and you got to, you know, you got to um, compete with the men. Mhm. So, but generally speaking, not too many trans um, women want to compete with the men. No, they don't. No, so they don't. The it's around. the other way around. It's the other way around. So, that was so that was interesting. Here's another interesting one. Oh, I will not have time for this one. Tickle versus giggle tickle versus giggle wanting
3: to know what this
2: is (laughs) you're gonna have to wait after the news (laughs) because um yeah i can't i can't unpack this this one's a cliffhanger tickle versus giggle we're gonna find out what tickle versus giggle is all about um after the news after some music and we'll be back to share some more current events before we move into our bible study so sit back enjoy Master, the tempest is
5: raging, the billows are tossing high. The skies are shadowed with blackness, no shelter or help is nigh. Carest thou not that we perish, how canst thou lie asleep When each moment so madly is threatening, a grave in the angry deep. The winds and the waves shall obey thy will, peace be still, peace be still, be still. Whether the wrath of the storms or sea, or demons or men or whatever it be, the waters can swallow the shape where lies the master of ocean and earth and skies. They all shall sweetly obey thy will. Peace, be still. Peace, be still. They all shall sweetly obey thy will. Peace, peace, be still. Master, with anguish of spirit, I bow in my grief today. The depths of my sad heart are troubled, awaken and save, I pray, for in some sin and of anguish, Sweep for my sinking soul. And I perish, I perish, dear master. Oh, and take control. The winds and the waves shall obey thy will. Be Be still, be still, be still. still. Whether the wrath of the storms I'll see, or demons, or men, or whatever it be, no waters can swallow the ship where lies the master of ocean and earth and skies. They all shall sweetly obey thy will Peace, be still, peace, be still They all shall sweetly obey thy will Peace, peace, be still Master, the terror is over The elements sweetly rest Her sun in the calm lake is mirrored in heaven's within my breast Linger, O blessed Redeemer Leave me alone no more and with joy I shall make the blessed harbor and rest on the blissful shore. The winds and the waves shall obey thy will. Peace be, be still. Peace still. be still. Whether the wrath of the storm shall see or demons or men or whatever it be. No waters can swallow the ship where lies the master of ocean and earth and skies. They all shall sweetly obey thy will. Peace be still. Peace, be still. They all shall speedy obey thy will. Peace,
0: peace, be still.
1: You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio.
2: Hey everyone! You're listening to a repeat of our live show, Looking Up.
3: That's right. And if you think this is good, you'll definitely want to tune in on Wednesdays at three thirty to join us for the live event because you can actually participate. It's a free giveaway that you can claim. You can text in your questions and prayer requests.
2: Live is so much more fun. So catch you then. I hope you enjoyed that music and the news. Not sure if you really enjoyed the news, but welcome back to the Looking Up show, <laughs> and we are back, Sharissa. We. Oui.
3: We are indeed.
2: We are back, and um, we've just had a bit of a conversation—an exciting conversation here, yeah—off um, air, but <laughs> it needs to be shared on air, and that's because Charissa is going to be doing Charissa and Justin are going to be doing something that hardly anyone does these days. Are you want to tell the, our listeners what oh, you're going to be let's just do?
3: tell the secret.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now that we're revealing things, <laughs> this is exciting.
3: So well, I, I think this is what you mean. Yeah. Just, we were just talking about this baby that yeah, I am expecting. Yeah, and yeah. We were saying that Justin and I have decided we want to keep the surprise. So we're not going to find out what we're having well, until we have it. How so,
2: exciting. They're going to have nine months.
3: Of suspense.
2: Of suspense. <laughs> I love it. And do you know what, Cherise, in this day and age where – Google is at our fingertips. We can find out anything almost immediately.
3: Delayed gratification. That's fantastic.
2: <laughs> we did that as well. We did that as well with yeah. our two kids. We waited, <clears throat> and um, but I can tell the way the way the baby is. situated. Danny has a theory
3: already. <laughs> the way the
2: baby is situated. I reckon it's a boy, the way the baby's situated. And just so
3: everybody knows there's not much to tell the situation right now.
2: <laughs> there's literally nothing to tell. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just having a bit of a guess. I've got no idea. But there are some people that reckon they know. They
3: are, and that's what we were talking about yeah. just now. It's just... Asking if our producer knew any telltale signs. So.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, it's all go. part of the fun. It is. It is. It's exciting. Now, we have, um, we have some giveaways. We Hi. have a giveaway, as always, on this show. Yes. Um, we've got this fantastic book. Um, you need to have this in your library. You'll want to have this in your library. It's from Jack Blanco, and it's entitled, Saviour, Four Gospels, One Story. Mm-hmm. But a beautiful picture here of Jesus, um, an artist, I guess, impression of, of Jesus holding a black little lamb mm-hmm. and he's holding it to his chest. Beautiful book. Yeah. So Savior, four gospels, one story. Um, we're going to be giving the code word in a little bit, not not in this segment, but probably in the next segment possibly or the one after that. Yeah, depending on, good. Depending on what Charissa decides. And so we're going to be giving you the code word, but here's the number that you'll need. O4. 888 It's a number you want to pencil into your phone. Um, the looking up, Faith FM number, 04 17624. If you've got any comments, any questions, um, throw them our way. We would love to, we'd love to engage with you. Any prayer requests, please let us know. And if anybody wants to study the Bible, you know, let us know. In fact, I was reading a story, Sharissa, of a Courtney. Now, if Courtney, if you're listening, Courtney apparently was listening. Courtney is from Lismore, yes, so a listener in Lismore. She was listening to the Faith FM Looking Up show, and um, she continued on this journey. Found a church, a Sabbath keeping church, and she's a baptized member okay. of the Seventh Day Adventist Church. That's Courtney. Praise the Lord! Yeah, through the Looking Up show. So praise the Lord for that. So Courtney, if you're listening in, a big hello. To you, glad that you have joined us as well. Um, now, Sharissa, we were looking at uh, we were looking at some stories, and I was going to talk about I was going to talk about tickle versus giggle.
3: Yeah, they're very keen to know what you're talking about here.
2: Okay, all right. Okay, this is an interesting story, um, in that there's uh, a woman by the name of Sal Grover. And um, she wanted to put together an app where women only can um, access it and women only are able to connect with one another, a safe place for women only, like biological women. Okay. Okay. Uh, there was a lot of pressure on her um, to sort of expand it to anyone who claims to be a woman. So mm. that would obviously be, you know, the trans community, the trans women would be allowed to, to access it. But she said, no, it's only those who have women on their birth certificate. Wow. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. And anyway, um, an individual by a transgender activist um by the name of Roxanne Tickle. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, um Cell Grover, she um, named her app Giggle. <laughs> so that's who we have Giggle. Okay. And this uh transgender activist name is Roxanne Tickles. Tickle, Tickle versus Giggle. Giggle. There you go. <laughs> okay, all right, folks. Anyway, um and so this um this Giggle app that she developed um was, like I said, exclusive um, to be used by females who want a safe place to discuss politics, business ideas, news, gossip, and more, and whatever, and whatever. And um, and so Tickle, Roxanne Tickle, was denied access to the app because he's a male identifying as a woman, right? Mm. And how was this? That is, his sex was picked up by the facial recognition technology built into the app.
3: Wow. So
2: the app wow. check it out. The app had facial recognition and it picked up that tickle, Roxanne Tickle, was not a woman, but was a man and would not allow access to Wow. Roxanne Tickle.
3: That's amazing. Technology. It is amazing.
2: Amazing technology. I didn't know that existed. But it picked up that this person did not have the facial features associated with a woman. Wow. That's just mind-boggling. So that means men and women have different structures Structures that, that a computer can recognize.
3: That's amazing. Well, you know, we know from science that men and women are different on the cellular level. Like, yeah. you know, you can go, if you find the bodies of the past, you know, mm. people that died in antiquity and the yeah. bones of them, you can yeah. tell if it's a tell. male or a female yeah. just by their bones, you Incredible. know, by their body structures. So... Yeah, that is amazing.
2: It is incredible. And so anyway, um, Tickle, Roxanne Tickle, took um, Giggle to court <laughs> um, and, um, you know, discrimination and so on and so forth. However, um, after, after some, you know, legal conversations and so forth and some processes, Miss um, uh, Giggle, or oh, I'm not sure, sorry, not Miss Giggle, Miss Tickle, um, Roxanne Tickle, getting my giggling tickle all confused decided to to drop the case. Mm. So um there's no explanation given it was it was, it was supposed to go to the high court. Um yeah so here here in Australia from what I wow. understand from the article yeah so
3: That is fascinating. I'm so yeah. glad you shared that.
2: Yeah so anyway interesting. So um so that was so that was that and I mentioned I mentioned uh, uh talking about facial recognition <laughs> this is in the news like yeah. At the moment, as we speak, I picked this up from the ABC News website today. And mm-hmm. This is the headline Bunnings and Kmart under investigation over information handling linked to facial recognition technology. Wow. In fact, there's a sign, uh, Kmart stores, and I'm not sure Bunnings, but certainly Kmart stores have a sign mm-hmm. at the front of their store, not a large sign, but a sign. Um, with the wording that, you know, we use facial recognition. Just beware, we've got cameras and so on and so forth, which we know, but we have got facial recognition. And so now, you know, Bunnings and Kmart are being investigated for utilising this facial recognition technology and, you know, people who are involved in privacy and so forth, you know, the privacy advocates, they're wondering, is this going one step too far? And why I bring this up, Sharissa, is because Revelation 13 talks about the day when you will not be able to buy or sell unless you have the mark of the beast. Mm. Now, we're going to be dealing with mm-hmm, that as mm-hmm. we go along in that Matthew 24 series. Probably next week we're going to start tapping into that um, that subject because Matthew 24 taps into that as well. That's right. And so once upon a time people would be like, how on earth, you, you know, you're crazy, Danny. How on earth are they going to worldwide not allow you to buy and sell? I mm. mean, you know. We don't need a wonder anymore. Now, not only we've we got electronic transfers and, you know, we, we saw what happened in Canada with the truckers and their convoy. Their bank accounts were shut down. They were literally frozen overnight. Yeah. Like click of a button, bank accounts were frozen. Anyone who supported the truckers, according to the legislation that was brought in there in Canada um, by the government, they too were banned. They too were deplatformed from their, mm-hmm. from their bank mm-hmm. accounts, mm-hmm. companies. And so that can um, all happen, click of a button, facial recognition, you and know. The whole,
3: the whole jab controversy. Yeah, no jab, no job, that's no right. shot, no shop. Yeah, all
2: <laughs> that, all that's all that we've been through. So folk, yeah. this is not fairy tales anymore. We're not living in Disneyland when it comes to what Revelation thirteen and Bible prophecy tells us. We are literally seeing the systems all in place to to bring about this world order that revelation speaks of where the mark of the beast will be instituted worldwide and if you don't get with the program guess what you're not going to be able to buy and sell and ultimately you know your your life will be at risk mm-hmm. and we're going to be looking at that a little in that study today actually yes, we're going yeah. to be talking about that because Matthew 24 verses 9 to 14 actually taps into that
3: well it's just uh, a connected subject. Oh, well, it's not quite connected, but the good ending of this whole thing is when Jesus comes, obviously, mm. and I'm reminded of the words of Jesus, John 14, 1 to 3, Let not your hearts be troubled. Mm-hmm. You believe mm-hmm. in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house and many mansions, if it were not so, I would have told you I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and mm. receive you to myself, Amen. that where I am, there you may be also. Mm. So Jesus wants to take us with him. To his kingdom, to his father's home, to heaven. And uh, this just brings me to a happy news article because mm, um, not that long ago, I think in 2021, Jeff Bezos, he spent $28 million for a one-seat, 11-minute trip outside of planet Earth, a little space trip, <laughs> only for 11 minutes, $28 million. Wow. Um, that was $2.54 million per minute was spent. To get out into space. Unbelievable. And what's making headlines right now is NASA's new telescope has come back with some incredible pictures of Mm, space. I've seen some of them. Yeah, isn't it amazing? Mm. Like, I mean, they say it's all taken billions of years to form mm. and we're looking at the evolution, uh, yeah, but yeah. we are looking when you look at those pictures of space and distant galaxies and stars and just, it's just phenomenal. Mm. But we are looking at the handiwork of God. Mm. And by God's grace, when Jesus comes, when we go with him to his kingdom, wow. we're going to go on a space trip. All expenses paid. <laughs> he is,
2: it's not going to cost us. And it's not going to be 11 minutes.
3: No, it's not going to be 11 minutes, and but uh, what a space trip. Wow. And so that was just really, um, if you want something to look at that's amazing and awe-inspiring, everyone should go and look at the NASA pictures because it's just amazing.
2: Yeah, that is, that is incredible what we're able to see. And you know what? They're saying this is like, a drop in the bucket. Yeah, you know
3: that's the, th- that's um, more mind blowing, isn't this it? Is,
2: as mind boggling as those pictures are, like they are phenomenal pictures. You know, they yeah. really are. There's no other way to describe them. Just amazing yeah. pictures. But they are telling us this is literally the pinhead. You know, a pinhead size of the universe. Mm-hmm. It's so huge and so massive. So imagine what's out there.
4: Yeah.
2: And um and those who are part of God's redeemed for all eternity, we'll have the opportunity of experiencing that and seeing yes. that. So, because I've, I've had people say to me, eternity? Danny, we're going to spend eternity? I mean, we're going to be bored. They're like, I'm like, what's there to be bored about? The universe is so huge. Yep. You will never, ever be able to, you know, exhaust the universe. That's right. There's just going to be always more to see, more to do, more to know, more to understand about God and his love and his character. And we need eternity. We literally need eternity. Yeah, that's right. And then we're only starting. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. powerful. So that's worth looking up. Looking up is The isn't Na- it?
3: NASA photos. These are images from the ten billion dollar James Webb Space Telescope. Ten wow. billion dollars. Amazing. To get those pictures. But amazing. Incredible pictures.
2: Yeah, it is incredible.
3: There is a God and he is powerful.
2: Indeed, indeed. And um so yeah, that's um there's there's always always more more news to share and I'll probably be sharing a couple of things in our in our Bible study as we go along. But what I do want to do is I want to remind you once again, I shared this last week for those who are interested in Bible prophecy. Mm-hmm. And I hope and pray there are many. I've got a friend of mine and I bumped into him just yes no, sorry, on Monday. I was down in I was up in Warhope for a funeral and I bumped into Pastor David Price, that's his church. And he's running a Revelation seminar right now
3: Good
4: via
2: you. Zoom. And mm-hmm. anyone can tune into it or Fantastic. they can watch the YouTube, like he throws the the Zoom um, recording onto mm-hmm. YouTube mm-hmm. and people can watch the Revelation seminar. So he's going through the Book of Revelation step by step. It's over 24 lessons. Wow. And it's open and available to anyone. So I'll give you the name of the YouTube site. It's nice and easy to remember. True <laughs> Blue SDA, S for Sally, D for dog, A for apple. True Blue SDA. So all, type, one word. all one word, type that into your YouTube and you will come up with his YouTube site. He's got a phone number, 0413 787144, 0413 double four That's David Price and he would love for you to join in, in that seminar. And so, folk, um, sit back. It's time to, to listen to some music, and we're going to be coming back with our Bible study in Matthew 24 after after this beautiful piece from Matt and Josie Minikus, Blessing in the Tears. So sit back and enjoy, and we'll be back with our Bible study in just a bit.
1: Where this path leads, I do not know With all its twists and turns But I've discovered in the unknown Lessons I must learn And that the darkness walked with Jesus Is as precious as the light Found I come to love Him better As I walk by faith and not by sight So I will follow where you lead me I will seek to know your will And I'll pursue you with my whole heart Your desires to fulfill And I will trust that you are good Though sometimes I cannot see The blessing through the tears On this path you're leading me The blessing through the tears On this path you're leading me And in the valley, dark with shadows Where the path becomes unclear struggling with the feeling that you're no longer near follow where you lead me I will seek to know your will and I'll pursue you with my whole heart your desires to fulfill and I will trust that you are good and that someday I will see all the blessings
2: I hope you enjoyed that beautiful song, Blessing in the Tears. And you know what, Sharissa? There are blessings in the tears. Well, that is when we grow, when we grow and um, our characters are developed. Mm -hmm. In fact, that's what we've been studying um, in the Seventh-day Adventist Church worldwide. Uh, The Mm -hmm. Seventh-day Adventist Church has um, a study on a particular Ah, subject or a book of the Bible, um, Mm -hmm. like a, a particular theme. And the theme um, for the next three months that we will be journeying through is on the crucibles of life. Mm-hmm. You know, Very
3: appropriate. Very
2: appropriate. <laughs> to because, life. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, and there's a lot of cr- tears in the crucibles, but that's where we do a lot of growing. And God refines us
4: mm-hmm.
2: as that pure gold in the fire. And so, yeah, we don't often praise the Lord at the time, but we should. We should praise the Lord, but often... In looking back, we realise that those trials... we're designed to, to bring about a triumph mm. in our lives.
3: Amen. I it reminds me of another song. What if our blessings come through mm. raindrops? What if our healing comes through tears? What if a thousand sleepless nights are what it takes to know that he is near?
2: Uh, and, so. and Shell is nodding, and I'm sure she'll find that song um, <laughs> because Shell finds yeah. everything. Um, so that, that's a beautiful song, that one. It yeah, is. that's a great song. Now, folk, we're about to move into our Bible study, an incredible Bible study um, as we continue. You through Matthew twenty four, but before that, we have a giveaway. As always, we have a giveaway on this show, and um, today's giveaway is a book written by Jack Blanco. Um, Here is the one that um, yeah authored the Clear Word, which Jay. is that paraphrase, mm-hmm. which is so popular and has blessed so many people. Mm-hmm. Just a, a simple understanding of the scriptures, um, the Clear Word. He has written a book, Savior, Four Gospels, One Story. Saviour, four gospels, one story, and we've got three of this book. So, our yeah.
3: only
2: three, only three. Mm-hmm. So, I guess is the first, today. the first three <laughs> listeners to, to text in on the number zero four triple eight one seven six two four when we give the code word are uh, in it to win it. And um, do we have the code word? Yes, we do. Okay, here it is, folks. The code word is gospel. Gospel is the code word. So,
3: how do you spell that?
2: G O S
3: P E L.
2: Gospel. Gospel. Go. gospel. So, there you go. So, you need to get the right spelling, don't you? You do.
3: And don't text any emojis, just the word yeah, gospel.
2: gospel. And there's no facial recognition, so you'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is open to both men and women. Yeah. <laughs> um, to everyone. So, yeah, gospel is the code word. So, we've got three. And the first three callers to text us that code word to o four triple eight one seven six two four it is yours to enjoy.
4: Mm-hmm. Be quick!
2: All right, Sharissa, my friend, it's time for us to to get into our Bible study. So yeah. um, there's so much going on. There's so much in this text, and um, yeah.
3: Well, let's pray, shall we? Sure. Lord, we just thank you so much that we can be together via radio with our listeners to study your word. We just invite the Holy Spirit to be our teacher to help us to understand and help us, Lord, to see Jesus as we study the word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, we are, as I've said before, we are trekking through Matthew chapter 24. And as we're going, we're trying not to rush through it. We're trying Mm. to really take our time to make sure we catch All the things that there are to see along the way, because this is a rich and very important chapter. We remember just to reorient our listeners again, in case you're just joining us for the first time on the journey, that the disciples have come to Jesus and they have asked him, tell us, when will these things be? Speaking of the destruction of Jerusalem, which Jesus predicted. And what will be the sign of your coming? And then what happens next is Jesus begins to speak of the things that they would see that would t- tell them that the coming of his, that his coming was near. And uh, that's where we really get up to today. So last week we were talking about, we've talked about the then time mm-hmm. uh, application of Jesus' words when he was speaking to to the destruction of Jerusalem in 70 AD. And we see that everything that Jesus said not only applies to today, but also applied to back then mm. in the lead up to the destruction of Jerusalem. That was a fascinating study looking at history yeah, um, and, and historians and other uh, sources. Really fascinating. People should go back and listen to it. I think it was two programs ago if they want to go. Yeah, to the that's podcast, right. Two
2: programs ago. Yeah.
3: You could um, go there and listen. Today, we are moving forward. So last week we did, I think, verses. Um, um, we
2: went four through four to, to eight. Yes, so four we did to eight. Verses four to eight. And If we could just chip in here, um, Sharissa, uh, we discovered that Jesus said there would be labor pains, yes, um, in the area of um, wars and rumors of wars in the days before the destruction of Jerusalem, as well as before His return at the end of time. Yes. Wars and rumors of wars, there would be false Christs, there'd be false prophets, uh, there would also be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes. Mm -hmm. Okay, and there would be an increase in these items as we draw nearer and nearer to the coming of Jesus. As there was an increase um, in the days before Jerusalem was destroyed in 70 AD, so there would be an increase. Um, like labor pains, mm-hmm. um, increase in frequency and intensity. So there would be an increase just before Jesus returns. And uh, we showed that very clearly last week, that we the evidence points to that. And um, and I was looking just at a scripture. I won't take the time to, to read it all. But in Jeremiah 29, um, verses 17 and 18, there God through the prophet Jeremiah warns the children of, of Judah, mm-hmm. that if they do not repent, if they continue um, to, to follow their own ways, if they continue to be stiff-necked, that the sword, famine, and pestilence will overtake them. In verse 17, those three are mentioned, and in verse 18, they are also mentioned. And so God told them, turn to me and you will not experience that. And we have the sword, war, We've got famine in Matthew 24 and we've got pestilence, which is, you know, disease. And we have all those three taking place right now. We've got wars, we've got pandemics, and we have famines around the world. And so we have all of them. We talked about that last week. And um, and this passage tells us that this will springboard us into what will happen next, mm. which is where we're going today.
3: Yeah, so... Thank you for adding that. That convergence of all of these mm. things is really a telltale signal to yeah. us that we need to be really alert to what's happening. Indeed. Well, maybe we can read. Maybe you could read for us verses 9 to 14 because that's where we want to. That's where we're head going today. to. Yeah,
2: yeah, indeed. All right. And then we're going to unpack it as we yeah. go along. All right. So beginning in Matthew 24 and verse 9. So if you've got your Bibles, follow along or otherwise listen in. Then. They will deliver you up to tribulation. If we just pause there, then, this is the sequence, because Matthew yes. 24 is in sequence. There's yep. a lot of thens yep. and therefores, and, um, you know, and so this is going to happen next. Chronological. Chronological order, exactly. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will be offended, will betray one another, and will hate one another. Then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. And because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations, and then the end will come.
3: Wow. Well, I guess we should just back right up there to verse 9. And that word then Mm. is actually something we can talk about because, you know, when is then?
2: Mm. When is then? Then is on the back of this world being in turmoil.
3: Okay, so, so there's a convergence, a of convergence disasters. of the
2: of the disasters that are taking place. The economy that is tanking, which we have right now. Yep. If I could share with you just some stats Please while we're on do. that. Please uh, do. This is from my favorite news um, station. And it's not Channel 9 ABC or Channel 7 or SBS. No, it's not. He's Uh, defected. I have defected. (laughs) I I, I now get my news um, from an Indian YouTube news site called Gravitas Plus that I'd highly recommend to everyone. These guys are just right on the money and they just give you the facts. Um, They don't have any biases one way or the other. I have discovered they are just you know, giving you the facts. Anyway, I was listening to I was listening to one of their news items just a, a few days ago, and they were sharing that um, we are in deep trouble economically. You won't hear this generally on the news. Um, you'll just hear bits and pieces, but this is how bad it is. Okay, global debt. All right, so this is private debt. You know, government debt, um, company debt. You name it, all debt. Everything that is debt right now around the world is three So let me start again. Three hundred and five trillion dollars. Wow. We are in debt three hundred and five trillion, not billion, Trillions. trillion dollars. And in case you're wondering, one trillion is one thousand billion.
3: Okay, so maths is never my strength.
2: <laughs> 1,000 billion. you just
3: say trillion and billions and thousands and already my brain is swimming. <laughs> okay.
2: So 1 trillion is 1,000 billion. Okay. All right. It's a lot of zeros. So, exactly. So we, we're $305 trillion in debt, USD. Wow. Okay. That's in 2022. Now, in the year 2000, just to give you some perspective, in the year 2000, we had $83 trillion of debt worldwide. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we have more, we have almost quadrupled world debt in four years. It's all over. There's no way to save this sinking ship. As much as I'm an optimist, it's just all over. And this is another eye-watering statistic. Global debt today is 355% of global GDP. Now, GDP is the goods and the services that are produced around the world. So our global debt is three and a half times more than what we produce in one year. Wow. So this is not salvageable and um, and uh, this woman is talking about <coughs> there's a number of countries obviously major economies that are predicting um, uh, recessions. and um, economists are now referring it referring to it as a procession of recessions. procession of recessions first world nations uh they're saying in the next 12 months are going to go belly up when it comes to you know the economy the recession will kick in and that's two quarters of negative growth that's what a recession if two consecutive quarters of negative growth um countries such as canada the us uk japan south korea and sadly, Australia mm-hmm. is part of that list. The Eurozone, nineteen countries that have the euro as their currency, um, they most likely will be moving into a recession in the next twelve months. That's why the Reserve Bank is upping interest rates in order to try and you know put the brakes on inflation. But the problem is the train has run away. Mm. The train has run away. It's a runaway train. And so you know she she finishes off by saying that this will all bring about an angry population, which is where we're going in this passage where it talks about commotions. Uh Um, An angry population for governments, um, she says, is the worst-case scenario, and she ends with the words... The way things are going, governments should brace for impact. Wow. So, um, you know, these things are telling us. <laughs> you think us... she
3: was reading from the Bible yeah, too? Yeah, you know? you'd
2: think so. She she doesn't quote the scriptures. She probably never read the scriptures. I don't know. Maybe she has. Maybe yeah. she hasn't. But literally she's talking language from the Bible. We're going to look at Luke 21. talks about commotions. That's talking about riots, uprisings, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. protests, mm-hmm. mayhem, which we are seeing right now as there's, fuel shortages and um, and price hikes and supply chain issues and inflation and interest rates and you name it, it's all coming to a head.
3: And what you're saying is there's no turning back. Like there's no turning it's back. It's just going to get worse and worse and
2: worse. That's right. Based
3: on those numbers. Based on, right on these numbers.
2: Whether God gives us a reprieve, whether you whether can pull the God can pull the brake. God can pull the brake, but if God does chooses not to pull the the brake. The train is on its Um, way. She says the train is on the way, (laughs) the overheated economy, the asset bubbles that are about to go, these black swan events like the Ukrainian war and COVID that just, you know, uh, really make life difficult. It's just all coming to a head. Well,
3: i got something really exciting to share when we come back.
2: So, folk, um, this is where we are. So all these things that we're looking at right now, these stats that I've shared, all these things, are going to springboard us with the persecution that will follow that we're going to be tapping into Sharissa in verses 9 to 14. But in the meantime, sit back and listen to Rebecca Moller, beautiful song, nearer my god to thee. This was sung on the Titanic as it was going down.
1: It was. And
2: we are going down. <laughs> but we're looking up.
1: I <laughs> to thee. Near
0: E <laughs>
2: beautiful song nearer my God to thee and you know what Sharissa as this world unravels more and more Mm -hmm. you know unfortunately we've got the stats and we see things around us we don't need stats to tell us that this world is unraveling we need to draw nearer and nearer to God don't you reckon absolutely I mean where else would we go yeah yeah and so uh, Sharissa before we continue on, and you've got some exciting, more exciting things to share from Scripture, uh, we've still got the books. We've got the books available, so um, we gospel, think we still have the books. We, st- we think we do. So um, the the code word is
3: gospel. Gospel
2: is the code word. G O S P E L. Yes, yes, yes. Gospel is the code word for this wonderful book on getting to know Jesus through the four Gospels: the one story. The One Salvation Story. And so oh four triple eight one seven six two four. text that word GOSPEL and the book is yours. We will send it to you.
3: We only have three copies. We've
2: only got three copies, so get in. If you've got any questions, comments, you'll need to send them through because we've got a lot of material to get through, so you'll need to be quick and we'll do our best.
3: Amen. Zero four triple eight 4
2: And Indeed. they should
3: send comments or questions too if you have absolutely. any. We'd
2: absolutely,
4: absolutely. We'd love to
3: hear from you. We would. All right, so I was just going to share because you were talking about all of these incredible stats were basically describing planet Earth like a freight train that's on its way to a pretty bad ending. A cliff. Right? A cliff. Um, and it was reminding me of another time when there was a disaster on mm-hmm. a global scale, and it was in the time of Elijah. Mm. If you remember back in the time of First Kings, the book of First Kings, Elijah he requested for God to close the heavens, remember that? Mm-hmm. And Ahab then blamed the prophet Elijah for the three-and-a-half-year drought and pestilence that broke out. Yeah. And uh, in fact, Jezebel suggested that, that Elijah could be killed and therefore the problems could all be solved. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I thought that was really uh, an interesting thing. Thought, Because in the passage, when we're looking at Matthew 24, it's like all of these disasters are happening. You've just shared amazing statistics. I know you've got more there about how they're all converging. They're increasing in frequency and intensity. And then in verse 9, it's like there's a gear change. Mm. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation Mm -hmm. and kill you. Mm. Now, who's the you?
2: Well, that is obviously those... That have put their faith and trust in God.
3: Yeah.
4: Because
2: the scriptures from Genesis to Revelation are this great controversy between good and evil. Mm-hmm. And those who are being killed, as we discover, they're preaching the gospel in verse mm-hmm. 14. So these are God's people. And so at the end of time, it appears that just like Elijah was blamed for all the devastation, there was a drought yeah. taking place. And guess yeah. what? We've got droughts around the world right now.
3: We've got climate change. We've got
2: climate change. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. Just as there was a climate change happening in a, in yep. Elijah's day, and so God's people will be blamed once again at the end of time yeah. for the destruction and the devastation that is coming upon this world. So that is what that verse is all about. The then you will be you'll be persecuted. So God's people once again will be blamed.
3: And that's an amazing shift, isn't it? It like is. How how what will bring that on? Jesus hasn't really spelt it all out, but he says there's a shift coming.
2: Oh, he does. He he starts tapping into it. Yeah, there's a shift coming, and he he talks about what are going to be the key issues at the end of time. You've got to dig really deep, which we will, Mm -hmm. um, as time permits. But in the story of Elijah, um, it's interesting that when Elijah answers Ahab, who says to him, Is that you, O troubler of Israel? That's in 1 Kings 18. Um, It's interesting. Can I read to you what what Elijah's response is to King Ahab, because this is really instructive to to what we'll be looking in Matthew 25. He says, And he answered, I have not troubled Israel, but you and your father's house have, in that you have forsaken the commandments of the Lord and have followed the Baals. So, the commandments of, of God are front and center in the days of Elijah. They're front and center at the end of time as well. In the so book of the, Revelation so as well as here. Lawlessness.
3: Yes. And okay. he comes to that in just And a he moment. comes
2: to that as we're going to discover. And the bales. Mm. The bales are in connection with sun worship in mm. the days of Elijah. Mm. And guess what's going to be happening at the end of time? Sun, sun worship will once again be front and center. Wow. So this is an instructive story of what's going to happen also at the end of time.
3: So this amazing Transition happens. And I also wanted to highlight one thing. It says, you will be hated by all nations for my namesake. That's going to be incredible peer pressure. Yeah. And the word hated, I mean, the name Job actually means hated. And if you go to the book of Job and you read about how his friends are against him, his wife, you know, he went through a personal pandemic Mm -hmm. of his own. Everybody seemed to be against him. The only one he could hold on to and cling to was God in that time. And so too for us, you know, Mm. when the whole world turns against God's people, those who want to follow Jesus, keep his law, same thing.
2: It does, yeah, because later on, and we're kind of skipping a little head, but it says, um, you know, he who endures, Verse 13, he who endures to the end shall be saved. That word there endured is is a close cousin of the word um, you know, faithful oh. in Revelation 14 12, which yes. we went through yes. in our Revelation in our three angels series. Oh, yeah, we get it. You know, there. um, so we, we went through that and we discovered that they're close cousins. And mm-hmm. so that's, and that also, Revelation 14 12 talks about God's end time people as not only having, you know, the faith of Jesus, but also they keep the, the commandments, commandments of, of God.
3: God. Amazing. We actually just got a text from one of our listeners.
2: Oh, great.
3: It's nice knowing they're out there. (laughs) Well, yeah, we heard from Tim. So good to have you uh, with us, Tim. He says, thank you for looking up. It's one of my favorite programs. So easy to listen to and full of life. God bless, Tim.
2: Full of life indeed it is. (laughs) Yes, God bless you, Tim. And, um, yeah, so it's interesting. It speaks of then they will deliver you up to tribulation. Okay, that word tribulation appears um, another time in Matthew 24, verse 29. It speaks of tribulation. And it also appears in verse 21, which we're going to get to, not this week, probably next week, as the great tribulation. So it appears there's going to be a a small tribulation or a small time of trouble followed by a great tribulation and a great time of trouble.
3: Mm, Amazing. Amazing. You know, I guess in looking at the passage here, mm. verse ten is very much connected to verse nine too. It is. it is, yes. It says, you know, speaking, they will deliver you to tribulation and kill you. So there will be martyrs, mm-hmm. people who will lose their life for Christ's sake. And you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. They're gonna have a Job experience. Mm-hmm. Verse ten. And then many will be offended and will betray one another and will hate one another.
2: Mm. Fascinating. And you know what? And verse 16 of Luke 21, yes. which is the parallel passage, it gives some specifics and it goes even deeper. It says, you will be betrayed even by parents and brothers, relatives and friends, and they will put some of you to death. So betrayal mm-hmm. will take place not just from, you know, political figures yeah. and potentially your 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 boss at work, but you will be betrayed and persecuted even from within your own family just like job just like job so what you're trying to tell us Sharissa well what Jesus is trying to tell us here is that the story of of job will parallel the story of God's end time people at the end mm. is that right yeah so where Job cried out, even though he slay me, yet I will trust him, yes. even though my life comes to an end, yes. even though they kill me, I will still put my faith and trust in him. Yes. So too God's people will also cling to Jesus Christ, rain, hail, or shine. Amen. And you know what? This idea of of persecution to the point of death appears in Revelation thirteen. Revelation 13. Yes. Says, true. Not only will you not be able to buy and sell yes. if you do not have the mark of the beast, um, but ultimately, you know, your life will be on the line. That's what it says in Revelation 13. Mm. So we've got these parallels between Matthew 24 and the book of Revelation.
3: Yeah, amazing. Amazing parallels. And, you know, that word offended
2: <laughs> is yeah. one that
3: really jumped out at me when I was uh, reading it today. And I was thinking, we have really come into a time where it's, really not that hard to be offended, like I think we've got a very sensitive society right now. Like you, you can say you express an opinion and you've offended somebody, and so therefore you should be cancelled. It's amazing the cancel culture that's um, starting. Mm. Really I never sh- thought of that when yeah. I read that
2: through. But that's, but that's so what true. I thought of. I was thinking of, is how so you, true. you
3: say something, you offend someone, they cancel you, you lose your voice, you lose a platform um, to sh- speak an opinion. Um, and that wasn't always the case, but certainly. In recent times, that's been a big shift.
2: Well, that's true because, I mean, Western societies have prided themselves on freedom of speech. Yes. You know, that's, that's one, of our, one of our platforms as a Western society that, you know, our Western governments and leaders um, distinguish, you know, the West from, from you know, these dictatorial authoritarian um, regimes based on, you know, we have the freedom. Here to say what we want to say, um, without you know having 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 any negative consequences attached to what we say. Mm-hmm. But that is no longer the case.
3: That's right, and it's interesting too. Like in this passage, the word "offended" appears ten times in the Gospels, mm-hmm. and it was interesting to read in this in these notes that we have here that um, when it appears elsewhere, it it means the turning. Well, when someone is offended, when Jesus says, don't be offended, you will be offended because of me, he means that they will be turning their back on the truth, turning their back on him. If someone's offended, they'll turn their back on him. And so, you know, it's not a surprise, but it's a, certainly a sobering reality to think and to know that when things heat up, which they will, and mm-hmm. they are, when the crisis really begins to hit a hot pitch, uh, that there will be many who will forsake Jesus forsake his truth they'll turn their back on on his faith on his truth and on on faithfulness to him and they will be offended
2: indeed they will leave indeed and it goes on um, and the text says that you know the love of many will grow cold yes you know and um, that's that's in verse 12 and so yeah it's tapping into that you know the love and it's interesting that uh, Jesus to the church in Ephesus, we went through the seven churches, yes. and to the to the church in Ephesus, Jesus says, "You have lost your first love."
3: Yeah, we we got to get there. There's a lot of um, temperature talk in Revelation. Yeah, too.
2: there is, there is, there is.
3: <laughs> um, I was actually there's this quote this this author wrote in the in 1898, and I just thought what they wrote is so powerful. Whenever persecution takes place, and Jesus is talking about mm-hmm. a time of coming persecution, the author writes writes Whenever persecution takes place, the spectators make decisions either for against christ because of persecution many will be offended the principles of the truth cut directly across their practice and they will stumble and fall apostatizing from the faith they once advocated many who have professed to love the truth will then show that they have no vital union with the true vine they will be cut away as branches that bear no fruit and will be bound up with unbelievers scoffers and mockers mm. I just thought that really captures
2: it does doesn't it
3: the seriousness of what
2: was what yeah. will be Well, when the heat is turned up, then people go one way or the other. And, um, yeah, you're right. In a time of crisis, people make a decision to be on one side of the fence or the other. There is no sitting on the fence when when crisis comes. That's right. And so you've got to make a choice. You have to make a stand.
3: The devil owns the fence.
2: Mm, He does. He does. Fascinating.
3: Yes. Well, um, shall we move to verse 11?
2: Continue, yes.
3: Then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many.
2: Mm. False prophets. There were false prophets in the time before the destruction of Jerusalem in seventy AD. There were false prophets in the time of the destruction of Jerusalem in five eighty six BC, and there'll be false prophets again today. And um, and it's interesting that these false prophets um, are, are prophesying peace and safety. When you take a look at you know both both those both those um, times. Peace and safety, and that's what is happening even today.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Even today, there are many that are saying, "She'll be right, mate. Don't <laughs> worry. No need to stress. Nothing to see here. Everything will be hunky dory. Just you know, put another shrimp on the barbie, and you'll be right. So grab another can, and everything's going to be right. Let's head to the beach. Yep. So, um, there's a lot of people that are not willing, um to take a look at the reality for what it is and and to make a, a decision, to make a stand for Jesus Christ. So there are many that are sadly not teaching people the truth about the times we're living in and how we can be saved. You know, we need mm-hmm. to be looking up. We need to be turning to Christ.
3: Amen. So. Absolutely. And, and I think this also plays really strongly into what you brought up a moment ago about how, um, you know, God's law is center stage. You Mm -hmm. know, it's Mm -hmm. part of the, one of the Mm -hmm. things that causes people to make a choice to, it's dividing people to make their choice. Deuteronomy thirteen one to five has a good verse, some verses about that. I don't know if I've got time to read. Yes, you have. Go for it. If there arises among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams, and he gives you a sign or a wonder, and the sign or the wonder comes to pass of which he spoke to you, saying, "Let us go after other gods that you have not known, and let us serve them," you shall not listen to the words of that prophet or of that dreamer of dreams. For the Lord your God is testing you to know whether you love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul. You shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandments. And obey his voice.
2: Mm, So there we go. So the word of God, his law is front and center once again. Folk, we've got so much more to share, but after this music and the news, we'll be back. The
6: Savior is waiting to enter your heart. Why don't you let him come in? There's nothing in this world to keep you apart. What is your answer to him? Time after time he has waited before and now. Is waiting again To see if you're willing To open the door Oh, how He wants to come in If you'll take One step towards the Savior, my friend You'll find His arms open wide Receive Him and all of your darkness will end Within your heart He'll abide Time after time, He has waited me.
2: Do you want to know what the Bible says about past, current, and future events?
3: Do you want to learn how to study the Bible
6: more effectively?
2: Do you want to know who God is, why we're here, and where we're going? Do
3: you
6: want to hear of personal encounters with Jesus?
3: I'm Jason Cook,
6: and I'm Tabitha Zachariah, and, and we, we are, are your, your Tazian encounters, encounters hosts. <laughs>
2: hosts. We have different presenters each day who share personal stories of faith and biblical teachings.
6: Tune in each weekday
3: at
1: nine a.m. or listen on the Faith FM app.
2: Right after the breakfast show.
1: You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio.
6: The Breakfast Show,
2: bits worth repeating. When you're in eternity, do you actually count today's time? No, okay. If a tree yeah. falls
5: in the woods yes. and nobody's there to hear, yes. does it make a sense? Time exists in heaven. I am sick of people who don't understand <laughs> physics thinking that time doesn't exist in eternity. Oh, here we go. Of course it, it does. Pretty because nice. where there is light, there is space and time. There has to be. Because it takes time to get from one side of a space to another. But what if you create the light from one side to the other at the same time? We are beings of relative space. We are not (laughs) omnipotent. Yes, for God, time might not exist because he's everywhere experiencing everything all at once. But we are linear beings. Time does exist no matter what context you're in, whether you live forever or not. Time exists, okay? This
2: is a finite linear being having a rant right now. Yeah, I
5: know. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking with great authority. There are people who on things of which he does not no I know I know <laughs> how can you not know this is like, what do you think happens to us in heaven we turn into big like timeless bodiless blobs like no we're people join
6: in each weekday morning here on Faith FM
2: Hey everyone, you're listening to a repeat of our live show, Looking Up. That's right.
3: And if you think this is good, you'll definitely want to tune in on Wednesdays at 3.30 to join us for the live event, because you can actually participate. There's a free giveaway that you can claim. You can text in your questions and prayer requests.
2: Live is so much more fun. So catch you then.
3: Faith looks up.
2: And we are in the final phase of our Looking Up show, which has just Blown by what's again, Sharissa? It always does. It always does. Time it flies
3: always. when
2: you're having fun. It does. It <laughs> does. So we're in the word, and we're in current events, and we're just putting the pieces together, joining the dots. And um, do we have any more messages coming we've, through? Do we've
3: we? had two books gone.
4: So. Two books
2: are gone. There's only one left of the book. So I'm going to give the number. We've got a lot to get through, and that's all I'm going to do. Just give the number once: oh four triple eight one seven six two four. Code word is gospel. Text it in. There's one left. To one lucky listener. Sharissa, mm-hmm. take us away in the last leg.
3: All right. Well we got we got a few things to get through. We so certainly we, we do. were just in verse eleven where Jesus said that then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. I thought that was interesting. Mm. Verse eleven begins with then. So mm. it comes after, you know. People are hated and the false prophets. What's a prophet? Someone who speaks on behalf of God. That's right. We were looking at a verse in Deuteronomy 13, I think verses 1 to 5 or 1 to 3. Yeah, 1 to 5, yeah. 1 to 5, where it talks about, you know, if if a prophet arises but they encourage you to break God's law, you know that it's a false prophet Mm -hmm. because God's prophets will never encourage people to disobedience to God.
2: And his, and his law. And his law. His law, the Ten Commandments, which are the, the, the central piece in the great controversy.
3: So there are people claiming to speak on behalf of God. We could call them even pastors, mm, teachers.
2: No. This, But this, we've got more to fear from within than from without. That's right. You know, so. Jesus is
3: saying there'll be huge deception within the Christian Churches,
2: absolutely, absolutely, and we've we've given evidence how the Christian church sadly is moving away from the Word of God. Yeah, and, we and talked
3: about that in the news. We did,
2: we did, and so we're going to see more and more of this, but it's going to be more and more subtle. Mm-hmm. It's going to be more and more subtle. So we need to be in the Word. If we are not in the Word, we are sitting ducks. We are You're sitting, sitting ducks.
3: ducks to be deceived because absolutely. that's what Jesus said. These false prophets no. will deceive many, not a few. Many,
2: many, many many. indeed. And so, yeah, that word deceive appears four times in Matthew 24 for good reason. So Jesus is really trying to get our attention.
3: I guess that brings us to verse 12. It does. Do you want to read that one?
2: All right. Verse 12, Matthew 24. And because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. So forget
3: about global warming. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus talks about global cooling. And the reason why is lawlessness.
2: Lawlessness. So, and this word is the same word where Jesus uses this word for lawlessness um, in connection with the commandments. Mm-hmm. Um, and he talks about you know uh, those who claim you know to be to be my disciples, um, they claim to speak in my name, but you know are lawless. Um, they're there is no truth in them, essentially, is, is what he says. You will know them by their fruits. And so this is the same word also that is used in 1 John chapter 3, verse 4, where it says mm-hmm. sin is lawlessness. Mm-hmm. And what is sin? It's a breaking of God's law. And what's the big deal about God's Ten Commandments, his law? It's a transcript of his character. Mm-hmm. It's the foundation of his government. Just like any government is grounded and founded on its laws that it produces, you know, on its legislation and its laws, on its constitution. The constitution of heaven is God's ten commandments. Jesus said on these two. Love towards God, love towards your number neighbor, hang all the law and the prophets. The entirety of Scripture Mm -hmm. is summarized in God's Ten Commandments. Yes, Summarized in love towards God, love towards your fellow man, which is ultimately the summary of God is love.
3: God's character, right there. God's character, right there. And when we are obedient to His law, when we keep His law, when we love and cherish Him, we will love to obey His law. And we are we are then reflecting his image, his likeness.
2: Indeed. And so here you can see the progression. Here you've got because lawlessness will abound. So when God's law, when God is broken, when that is no longer the foundation, then the love of many will grow cold. So yes. love and law go hand in hand and Jesus oh, said,
3: point. if you love me, keep my commandments. Bingo. I also love how well, I love how it's saying that lawlessness will abound. Mm. So you can expect, well, it's it's already abounding, but but it's abounding in this person really. You as we are seeing governments and, you know, high places make decisions with a disregard to God's law, with a disregard to natural with what God made, you mm. know, and that's important. The basics.
2: Too. I mean, when we can't define, when government leaders cannot define what a woman, a man woman, or a woman is that you, you know what time of day it is. Yeah. And so I've got, I've just got a, a, a quick fire, um, a summary of a world on the brink. Okay. Give it
3: to
4: us. A
2: world on the brink. So here we go. This is, this is from Danny based on what I see, based on what Jesus said would be taking place as lawlessness abounds. The downward spiral of morality. The abandonment of truth, growing divisions and polarization in society, economic uncertainty and inequality, an increase in political tension and instability, environmental degradation, more frequent and devastating natural disasters, religious and spiritual confusion, and the growing call for world peace and safety. Mm. That is in a nutshell. And if we just take a look at the downward spiral of morality, let me share with you how this sequence takes place. In the last 50, 60 years, those who have been around, if we've got listeners that have been around, you know, that are maybe 60 or 70 or 80 years old or 90 years old, they will be able to see what I'm about to say because they've seen it happen before their very eyes. Here is the downward spiral. First, immoral acts are condemned. Then they're discouraged. Then they're tolerated, then yes. they're accepted, then they're defended, then they're promoted, and finally, number seven, they are protected.
3: Oh wow. That was powerful.
2: That was and that and that's where we are. So I just analyzed where we are, and I'm like, yeah, we've gone from condemning to discouraging to tolerating to accepting to defending to promoting to protecting.
3: Yes. And oh. so
2: and so this love of many will grow cold. Um specifically and first and foremost within the Christian community because it says you're gonna be hated by all men and you're gonna be, you know, thrown out of the synagogues, it says in, in another passage in Luke or or Mark. The parallel passages, and so you know, we can clearly see that um, there's going to be tension Mm -hmm. within the Christian community. There's going to be a division within the Christian community.
3: It's interesting too, you know, all of these things come on the back of what we've had is is a relatively good times in the world. I mean, things are starting to really spiral, but like there's been a lull, Mm -hmm. and then since COVID, it seems like things are picking up pace. Indeed. But a quote that um, is also pretty famous: "Hard times create strong men." Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men, and weak men create hard times mm. we 've got um, interesting hard times ahead, and I think it's all it 's reacting and history 's repeating and all it of this is. stuff
2: it, uh, and we talked about you know fiery trials yes. you know, and people being offended and turning their backs in difficult times as the you know, as the heat is turned up. So yeah. we are clearly seeing this take place.
3: Absolutely. But you know what? Verse 13 comes along on the mm, back of verse 12. I love 12. verse 13.
2: You read it. Okay, verse 13. But he who endures to the end shall be saved.
3: Praise the Lord. This is powerful because it's not he who endures to the halfway point. No. Or he who endures almost to the end. He who endures to the end might be saved.
2: Will be saved.
3: Will be saved.
2: Will be saved. This reminds us of the words of the apostle Paul, mm-hmm. you know, in his last letter that we have that he wrote to Timothy, Second Timothy, you know, chapters. I think it's chapter four, verses seven and eight, where he says, "I have fought the good fight, mm-hmm. you know, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith."
4: Mm-hmm. He says, "You
2: know, finally, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous Judge, will give to me. But not only to me, but to everyone who has loved." His appearing. Everyone who's been looking up.
3: <laughs> I love it. Loved love is appearing. You had to slip that in there. I had to slip that in. There was something else you mentioned mm. before when we were talking about, you know, in these difficult times and, and in the Gospel of Luke, Jesus says you'll be brought before, you know, councils and tribunals. And, and you were going to say something about how we don't need to worry.
2: Yeah, you- indeed. Indeed. We don't need to worry about what we're going to say. Um, because because the Bible tells us that that the Holy Spirit is going to be with us, yeah. and you can read about that. You can read about that in Mark chapter thirteen and um, verse eleven. Let me just pull it up here. Mark chapter thirteen and verse eleven. Um, and Jesus said, "But when they arrest you and deliver you up, do not worry beforehand or premeditate what you will speak. But whatever is given to you in that hour, speak that." For it is not you who speak but the Holy Spirit, so the Holy Spirit will be the one that speaks to us, so we don't need to worry about what we need what we'll be saying before you know before courts and um, before various rulers, um, before our churches or wherever, before our families, friends. The Holy Spirit will, will give us words to speak. And in Luke, um, Luke mentions wisdom. Mm. God will give us wisdom through the Holy Spirit. So there's nothing to be afraid of.
3: That's really an encouragement for us to trust in God, not to be fearful, but to trust in Him. That's what looking up means. When you're looking up, you're trusting, you're putting your trust in the God of heaven. Indeed. Um, that's powerful. So he who endures to the end, Shall, shall be, be saved. saved,
2: and that word endures. Yes, I could just repeat: is a, is a cousin of the word uh, patience in Matthew. Sorry, in Revelation fourteen verse twelve, which says, "Here is the patience of the saints." Oh. It's a it's a cousin, a close cousin of that word. And I'm
3: glad you said that because it kind of brings us to the next verse very nicely. Do you want to read that too?
2: So we're in the last verse, verse fourteen of our study for this afternoon, Matthew twenty-four, verse fourteen and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations and then the end will come amen amen so
3: that's really the sign that the disciples were mm. looking for what will be the sign and after saying all these other signs and you know things that'll be happening he says and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached Then the end will come.
2: Indeed. Earlier he says you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. Do not be troubled. The end is not yet. It's
3: still coming. It's
2: still coming.
3: But this will happen. So these were all lead up signs. Yes. But the sign is the gospel to all the world.
2: So let me ask you, the gospel to all the world that Jesus spoke of, do we have an end time context message of the gospel for us today?
3: This is the amazing thing. There's only one other place in the whole Bible where there is a gospel spoken of as going to the whole world, and it's in Revelation 14. To every
2: nation, kindred, tongue, and people.
3: Yeah, Revelation 14, 6 to 12. saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel mm-hmm. to preach to those who dwell on the earth, to every nation, kindred, tribe, tongue, and people. Three angels' message. Wow. And we just did a whole series on that.
2: We did. We did saying with a loud voice, or that megaphone, as we discovered that word "loud voice" in the Greek is the word "megalephone," which is megaphone, where we get the word megaphone. You know, fear God and you know give glory to Him.
3: The hour of His judgment is coming.
2: And worship Him who made heaven and earth, the sin, the springs of water. Bring us back to our Creator God in the day when the world has turned its back on the Creator and His law, and in particular that which is at the heart of His law.
3: Amazing. The Sabbath. Yeah. And I love this, you know, the gospel will be preached in all the world as a witness. You know, you can be a witness not just through preaching, but through your life. Your mm, life preaches a sermon. So God's amen. people will live lives of faithfulness to him that will preach the gospel. That, that God's truth is, is true, is, is worthy to, to follow and embrace. Yeah, it's going to be
2: wonderful. And you know what? It's going to be the final preaching of the gospel that will bring about that final persecution. But God will not allow um, the angels to let go of those four winds that we read of in Revelation chapter 7 until everyone's been sealed, until everyone's made their decision. So, yes, this world will be suffering. There will be a little time of trouble. There's going to be a lot of mayhem. There's Mm -hmm. going to be a convergence of the signs that we have seen. But the gospel will continue to go forward. God will ensure that the three angels' messages, the everlasting gospel, goes through to the end so that no one is missed out, Sharissa.
3: God is so good. Amen. And that's why we're here on this program, because we want to tell you about it.
2: <laughs> Amen. We want people to want, be ready for the soon return of Jesus. We want people to
3: know and be ready.
2: Amen. 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 And so that is really, really exciting. So the gospel will go to the whole world. Jesus ended Matthew um, in verses 19. 19- in 20 by saying, hey, you need to go out and make disciples of all nations, baptizing mm-hmm, them in mm-hmm, the name mm-hmm. of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And he says, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. That taps into this. Yeah. <laughs> Powerful. There's so many connecting points.
3: It's been a good program.
2: It's been a wonderful program. And we've got through our Bible study. <laughs> we did. Somehow, way, by God's grace, we got through the Bible study. And um, so, folk, there's so much more to share. And, um, yeah, we're really only just beginning this journey.
3: There's so much more.
2: In Matthew 24. Um, next week, we're going to tell you about next week in a little bit where we'll be going. Um, but yeah, that's it for today's study. Hope and pray that you have be blessed. And here's that song that Sharissa, um, encouraged us to, to tune into. Sit back and listen to Laura's story. Blessing.
0: We pray for blessings. We pray for peace. Comfort for family. Protection while we sleep We pray for healing For prosperity We pray for your mighty hand To ease our suffering And all the while You hear each spoken need Yet love is way too much To give us lesser things Cause what if your blessings Come through raindrops What if your healing Comes through tears What if a thousand sleepless nights Or what it takes To know you're near What if trials of this life All your mercies in disguise We pray for wisdom Your voice to hear We cry in anger When we cannot feel you near We doubt your goodness
2: Beautiful song, Sherry. It was blessings. Laura story. What a beautiful song! Mm. And um, yeah, that's that's a song that just has so much meaning,
4: mm-hmm.
2: so much meaning. And especially um, on our theme, as we've been taking a look at God's people at the end of time, uh, while there's chaos and confusion all around them, they are standing strong for Christ. Amen. Um, and uh, regardless of the tears and the pain. They are remaining firm. They are enduring mm. to the end. This is the patience of the saints. Mm-hmm. And they are faithful to Jesus, inviting all to look up and to give their hearts and lives to Jesus. And really that's what it's all about, Sharissa. Yeah. It's about giving our lives to Christ. It's about surrendering our lives to Christ. And what else? What else is, is worth doing other than surrendering our lives to Christ? I mean, this is the most important thing, surely.
3: Absolutely. And there's nothing more important. And and as you read this chapter, you also get the sense that um, and there is a sense in which we can hasten the coming of Jesus by sharing the gospel mm, with indeed, others. Indeed. And so not only to embrace it, but to share it. And I think for me on today's study, reflecting back, and something that I'd challenge our listeners to really reflect on themselves, is to think and ask yourself, you know, am I willing to take a stand to follow Jesus Mm. and not follow the world, not be fearful of what other people think. Because, you know, we've really talked about a time when there will be a lot of peer pressure Mm, to not follow Jesus.
2: Mm. Many will be offended.
3: The question is, can you say, I have decided to follow Jesus, no turning back?
2: Mm, Like that song. Like the song. Like the song, yeah. Indeed, and I love part of that song, you know, the cross before me. Yeah. Yeah, You know, um, I'm willing to follow Jesus. Yeah. No matter what the cost. And um, look, Christ went to Calvary for us for for the for the world. Jesus did not spare anything. He gave it all. Jesus gave it all and so he's inviting us to surrender all to him. And so we all have an opportunity to do that. So um so I hope and pray you've enjoyed this week's uh, study. Next week Sharissa, where will you be taking us?
3: We're going to keep in this chapter but we're moving on. So verses 15 to 20 of Matthew 24, mm-hmm. I think we're going to unpack that and you don't want to miss it. There's no. some Big topics there, the abomination of desolation, mm-hmm. and a couple of other things that you'll want to uh, be mm-hmm. listening in for.
2: So, we're going to take a look at how what happened 2,000 years ago um, in the time before Jerusalem was destroyed will be fulfilled again at the end of time. Mm-hmm. Incredible parallel. So, we're going to be looking at that next week in our Bible studies. Hope and pray you've enjoyed that. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, I just want to encourage you, my dear friends, just to keep looking up. And we talked about the sign, you know, the sign of the gospel going to the whole world, and then the end will come. That word "sign" appears another time in Matthew 24, and I want to and I want to read that verse. It's in Matthew 24 and verse 30. Jesus says, "Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven, and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power." and great glory and he will send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet and they will gather together his elect from the four winds of heaven from one end of heaven to the other. And that's Amen. my prayer that we'll all be part of that gathering. Sherissa, mm-hmm. do you want to close in prayer?
3: I will and I'll remember uh, prayer requests we received from Renette. Thanks for texting it in, Renette. We'll pray for your request now too. Our loving Father in heaven, thank you so much for this study. Thank you for your word and thank you for the hope that you have given us in Jesus. I pray that as our listeners have been listening, that you will continue to speak to their hearts and help all of us, Lord, to make the decision today to say, I choose to follow Jesus, no turning back. At this time, we also want to pray for Renette's brother to come to know Jesus and for her daughter to recommit her life to him too. We thank you, Lord, that nothing is impossible Mm. with you. We love you and pray this. In Jesus'
2: name, amen. Amen and amen. Folks, I hope and pray that you've enjoyed this week's program. Just remember, fear looks around, regret looks bad, but faith always keeps looking up. Look up. Till next time. Keep
0: looking up, don't give up, don't give up When there's pain deep in your heart Keep looking up, don't give up don't give up should the tears begin to start.
5: With a prayer, all your cares he will cast into the depths of the sea.
6: His love is always there for me.